This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsack. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. This Information Podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to episode 259 of Mr. Mason Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. I say, as always. I wasn't sure yeah. that what the number was. Yeah, I wasn't honest. either, because it's been a little while. Again, I, I would love to uh, give you some great excuse, but I'm just too fucking We'll busy. just splice in sporadically. With you, sporadically, as always. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that's probably a more ex- uh, legitimate claim. Yeah. Because, it, yeah, again, scheduling, man, scheduling. Logistics is a bitch, I yo. got, yeah, I got uh, my oldest kid graduated yesterday, so that's fucking weird, right? Yeah. From the high school. <laughs> it's such a momentous occasion. It takes you a week to plan for the party. Oh, yeah, that hasn't even happened yet. That's next week, yeah. so that's really gonna, uh, yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> so just wore out. Been, we, we spent the ye- all day yesterday before graduation uh, cleaning the garage, then I cleaned my workshop today. Uh, it, it's just fuck. It's a never-ending. It, in retrospect, we should have just rented somewhere. And oh yeah. That, and instead of having it here, because I still have to go get tables and chairs at some point this week. I don't have a day off now until Saturday. Ugh. Yeah. It's the kids, gonna... uh, the kids, still crazy about Chuck E. Cheese these days. You should have just gone to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, no ball pit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We can make one. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got that little one. <laughs> <laughs> just bring enough old balls with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's that's been taking up a lot of time. My work schedule changed again, so I have weekends off, which you would think would make it so that I had more free time, but I actually have less because I have to pack everything that that we do as a family into six weekends. Yeah. Because then after I after I don't have weekends off anymore, you can't do those things, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm off when they're busy, and they're busy when I'm off. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, eventually, I'm gonna have a job that I love. Yeah, somewhere Good else. Luck with that. Yeah, yeah. I hear it's nice. Never, yeah, I feel like I'll never know that. That for Ruma. What yeah. up? What up? Uh, shit, a lot. Uh, oh, uh, real quick. Uh, did you watch the Flash finale? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was terrible. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Well, well I, I, let I, me, I take it back. I don't. I won't. I won't say that it was terrible. I just felt like uh, it, it was supposed to be the season finale of season one, and it left me just kind of like. Meh. 
Yeah, it, it was a weird kind of a final note for a season. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like overall that season had so few low points for me overall. Mm-hmm. It's weird that the finale was one of them. Yeah, I just, um, I didn't, I, at the end of the finale, I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait till next season. And, and Laura, Laura doesn't watch it. Right. And she just happened to be in the room while I was watching it. And she goes, this looks terrible. Yeah. So yeah. that maybe not also the best selling point for someone to go to. Like, usually if someone was watching a show they'd never watched with you and it's a finale episode, I'm like, damn, they did a lot right now. That right. seems interesting. Right. Not, ugh. Yeah, and it just, like, it felt like they tried to do way too many things, especially in, like, the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, with, there were a lot of Easter eggs. Um, well, if anybody didn't, if anybody didn't know how it was going to go down, and especially what Eddie was going to do. And yeah, you're, and th- your derm. And that's and that's the big problem that I had with it was I saw that coming a thousand miles away mm-hmm. because they did that thing, you know, that we talked about I think last show where <clears throat> the, Arrow is terrible about it where they foreshadow the fuck out of something so that when it happens you're like I know. I I know. Wait, I thought you guys already did it. Like, I know so much that I thought it already happened. Right, exactly, exactly. So I was a little disappointed with that. I mean, I I, I tell you the one thing that was somewhat refreshing is I – it was the only episode I've ever not wanted to punch Iris in the neck. (laughs) Uh, I mean, uh, they didn't give her a whole lot to do in the episode, which was nice. They didn't overpower it with the whole, like, but I love Barry, but I love Eddie, but I love Barry, but I love Eddie bullshit. That is just tiresome. Um, But I don't know. They they referenced some some stuff. They referenced... uh, uh, Earth Two a yeah, little bit. They referenced Jay Garrick for sure. Um, when I miss that the metal ha- ha- flash hat. Oh yeah, that's what that's, I meant. That's, that's Jay Garrick. Isn't that that's an like, Earth Two thing though? Or not? Yeah, he yeah. was like he was like the first Flash. Right, right, way like back, back, early, like yeah. in the forties or fifties or something like right, that. Right, um, <laughs> and it was it, I I liked I did like um Eobard Thon's reaction to that helmet. Like, that's my cu- what's that? Uh, my cue to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I. Look, spoilers, okay? Yeah, so fuck it. spoilers beware. We're not going to talk about it the whole episode, so just jump ahead 15 seconds for a few times and you'll be past it. But uh um wasn't surprised at all that he didn't save his mother. No. Um the moment when he waves himself off, I wasn't like, "Holy fuck." I was like, "Meh, probably." Because the thing is, anytime you have a time travel story, that always happens. Yeah. Anytime a hero time travels back to fix their lives, here's the problem though. If if Eobard Thawne is dead. I know. I I had the same thought. It should undo everything. Yeah, but it didn't. Well, actually, no, not no. not even Eobard. If Eddie's dead. Yeah, that's what Eddie's I meant. If Eddie's dead yeah. and it undoes, it doesn't just undo Eobard Thawne being there. It undoes him. Every, undoes. <laughs> yeah, if it, it undoes him existing, that means he never came back. Yes. And if he never came back, then this never happened. And if that never happened, like. Which gives me a little bit of hope that maybe they'll work that out because then that would mean Harrison Wells himself would be back and we don't lose. Tom Cavanaugh because yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah. I do enjoy him yeah, quite a bit. I, I think that would be great. Plus, it also gives him the out of bringing the reverse flash back because yeah. is it Harrison Wells? Is it Eobard Thawne? Right. Who, how do we really know? And then, know? like, uh, there, some people even speculate that maybe Eddie's not dead because did you catch? Did you catch that he was wearing? He had a necklace on. Okay. When he was dead, like when he was laying there, okay. And it looked like a flash, like like reverse Flash's ring, like one of those time travel rings, like in the thing. And then he gets sucked into that wormhole. So if he ends up in in uh, Thawne's future, right. The medical advances they have there, like they could save his life. He may not be dead or, either. Or maybe he's not Eddie. 
yeah, maybe, that, that maybe could also he's be... Eobard Thawne. Except for that moment when Eobard, when uh, right, I, I I hated how they kept referring to him as Harrison Wells. Yeah, even after they knew yeah, that it wasn't because it's not because they don't know what else to call him other than Reverse Flash uh, or Eobard Thawne. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, there's there's enough that I'm just like, well, how's that gonna play out? Yeah, well, and it's just, you can't be irresponsible with a time travel arc. You have to you're either yeah. dealing with time travel and if and every kind of consequence that that would really right, create. Right. If if Eddie shooting himself does undo Eobard Thawne, then all of it has to it has to track. Otherwise, people are sitting having this conversation yeah. and it ruins the narrative. Yeah. You know, so it's like, fuck, don't don't break it to fix it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I hope. I hope it, it it doesn't have that sophomore slump next season, but I don't find myself at the edge of my seat waiting for it to come back because just because of that final episode. Yeah. So, and, and have you seen this uh, Heroes of Tomorrow or whatever they are? Have you, Legends, of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that is, the, ladies and gentlemen, this is the visual representation of superhero shows jumping the fucking shark. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. A bunch of like third tier characters getting their own show. It'll last one season tops. There's okay. no fucking way that show has stay- staying power. There's no way. No, I really don't think so. I, I don't. As much as Plus, I like. Plus, let's be honest, Brandon Routh's involved, so he's probably going to get one shot and then he won't get a chance again. Right. So, you know, <laughs> right. that kind of thing. So, is he, he's not leaving Arrow then, is he? Is I, I assume he is. Really? Yeah. That's too bad. It is. Uh, you know, it, I read an article where they were trying to discuss. What does that mean for the continuity of Flash and Arrow? Do they write Flash and Arrow out of? I don't know. I don't know that they will. What's the show called? Hero Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Do they write them out? You know, now we've got Black Canary back, but she's White Canary. Yeah. Because the other girl is now Black Canary. And because she got... before she was just Canary. Yeah. It's very stupid. Yeah. It's very stupid. Every the way they've set it all up. I some weird stuff. I'm not terribly interested. I was just a little disappointed though cuz I was looking forward to the finale to see how So they was were I cuz it had been such a good season and it was getting better and better as episodes went on and then this one was just okay for me. Right. Yeah, and that's that's probably the best way to describe it. It was just okay. It yeah. wasn't uh it didn't change my life uh, like a finale should. A finale should leave you feeling powerful. And I see that in sometimes in The Walking Dead too. It almost felt like more like a mid-season fa- like I feel like in a few months they'll be back and they'll just right. pick up where You know, Sup- Supernatural's done that before too where like the episode before the finale was better than the yeah, actual and then the actual finale basically doesn't make any revelations it just sets up the next season, mm-hmm. which is a, a weird but again, it's a CW thing maybe. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's a thing they're doing now. The episode before the episode it's kind of like in fake in fake wrestling. Yeah. The go home show before uh, a pay per view, and then the show after the pay per view are often better than, than the pay per view, which people paid eighty fucking dollars for. If they don't have WWE. I'd be so angry. You think people would have learned that pattern by now yeah. and stopped doing that? You think so? Like the the Raw following WrestleMania yeah. is amazing year after year. The crowd is hot. Everything is amazing about it. But a lot of times they have it in the same city. That they had WrestleMania, so none of that, none of the talent has to travel. Um, everybody that is there want really, really wants to be there and couldn't be, you know, a lot of times yeah. couldn't be at WrestleMania. So, so they're all just yeah, hyped. yeah. So they're still running the riding the WrestleMania high, but I for read, a lot cheaper. I was reading online somewhere that the guy that plays the Mountain on Game of Thrones, oh, yeah. is coming to the WWE. Oh, really? Yeah, or may be coming to the. Why WWE? would he do that? I don't know. You tell me he can't make way more money being on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I know they only use him a couple times a season, but like they're not they're not done with him. So. Right, right. I mean, you know, he's a 
big fucking dude. He is. Well, he's like plus, a world record holder in some of those strength. Yeah, well, that's the too. other thing too. All the money he makes from yeah. from doing that shit. That's yeah. why it said he may come. I don't know. They'd probably have to wave quite a bit of money. At Where'd him. you read that? I don't. It was anywhere just legit. Like some, it was or, just online somewhere. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's hard for me to quote a lot of online stuff anymore now oh, because yeah. all that stupid shit that shows up in your Facebook feed mm-hmm. and then you click on it before you realize it's a suggested post, which yeah. means that somebody paid for it to be there. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. I, so I've been hiding a lot of those lately because I just don't want to fucking read. It, usually it's clickbait. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. So I, it, I would like The Flash to be better next season because – that's how a show I'm just worried that if they aren't careful and they don't do their homework and really think about the stories that they t- try to tell going forward that they're just going to try and they're just going to like overextend themselves and try right. a little too hard to be too big. Well, and they've already shown this season that they rely a little bit too much on the team up. Just Yeah, right we had it three times in one season yeah, already. Yeah, a lot. And and like you had said a couple weeks ago the, the Flash doesn't need it's doing well. It's yeah. it maybe even it's, doing it's, better it's, than Arrow. It, it, it's their best performing show on that network. Really? They've ever had. I read somewhere. So even they, better than Supernatural right mm-hmm. now. Because Supernatural, I think, it is I, – I haven't seen any numbers, but I get the feeling that their ratings have been better. Lately. Yeah. Than, than they were for a couple years there. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, so. But, yeah, apparently The Flash is, like, their best performing show that they've had. Wow. Especially for coming out of the gate one season. Right. You, um, speaking of the Flash, you see that Photoshop that I did for that kid? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. I, I, uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm really proud of it. I think uh, I'll be curious because when they start messing with alternate timelines and parallel universes, if they're not careful, it really fucking is that. I'm, but, I'm, I'm, but I if know. they are careful, it could be really fucking cool. Like right. think about uh, think about I think about Fringe, right? And how like eventually the worlds could play in, and you'll see like the same characters from the different lines working together or against each other and right. stuff like that. That well, could be really interesting. I'm not familiar enough. I mean, I know who the Flash is. I know mm-hmm. there have been several Flashes, mm-hmm. um, but one of the thing I'm not familiar enough with is how important time travel and alternate universes are to the Flash's story in the comics. Well, I think they're pretty important. Not only are they important to his stories, I think they were important to the DC franchise in general because so many of the big events that have happened in the DC universe happen as a result of some of those events and storylines. Do you think we will see uh, a Wally West? I wouldn't be surprised if we did. But they'll obviously have to call him something else. Like, we know we're going to see... yeah, and I, like, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Jay Garrick. Otherwise, why throw that helmet at us? Unless it's just a and, like goofy Easter egg, which we've dis- discussed they don't yeah. do. If they're going to foreshadow something, they're going to foreshadow yeah. it. But, you know, but if they had planned on having a Wally West show up, why name Iris, yeah, Iris I know. West I know. and, and, and yep. Joe, Joe West? That's true. Unless, unless they're going to do something crazy where Wally West is like a future... Um, like son of theirs, uh, of Barry. And, I don't know why would his last name be right, West. Then, but he, yeah. he could be some down the line somehow related to the West family. Yeah. And we see our first Black Flash. Yeah. It's possible, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I don't know why they'd go to all that trouble to set it up that way when it just it's just easier to just have it be Wally West and name them something different. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, or maybe they're not even going to acknowledge that there have ever been other Flashes, which is weird to me. Which again, why the helmet then? Yeah, I don't. Again, I suppose maybe. Uh, hey, look at that. Well, and then you like also our... uh, mentioned uh, Rip Hunter. Yeah, I had to look that up. That was pretty obscure. And so, like, I wonder if uh, you know, are we going to see other flashes, or are we going to see Barry Allen in lots of different timelines where sometimes he's a bad guy, things like that? Because you know how they like to do that. We've talked right. about that, how they always like to take the good guy and make him bad. So even right. if that's a way to do it without, so he'll show up with a goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. 
Goatee and like black hair. Five o'clock shadow or something. Yeah. Rough. And old. Yeah. Old. Although, no, he probably won't because even when he was in a coma, he never grew any facial hair. <laughs> so that's probably true. not. That's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's, because fucking, that's because fucking Felicity was there shaving him yeah, every day. Yeah, that's true. That's what happened. <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, my balls are so silky smooth. I don't remember being shaved. <laughs> Felicity's like, sorry. I did not have a shorn scrotum. What's I don't get thing? to touch dick very much. I want yeah. to touch yours. Mm-hmm. Super fast. <laughs> Super fast. Oh, God. Yeah, so. Man, what are you going to do? Well, and they're teasing the shit out of, like, they're making Green Lantern references like crazy on Arrow this last season. Mm. See, I haven't been watching. Yeah, I mean, just in how often that they mentioned Coast City. Right. And then in the last episode, they mentioned Coast City, and then they mentioned how, like, a test pilot has gone missing in Coast City. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, like, are are we getting a Green Lantern television show? I, no, but like, is it just another character they're going to work in? See, I don't know. But wasn't there a rumor for a while that Diggle was going to become a Green Lantern? There was, but apparently that's gone away now, yeah. or else they wouldn't be teasing all yeah. this shit. And then I read somewhere like when they were talking about setting up season two for the Flash and that it might explore alternate timelines or alternate Earths and stuff. Right. That they were trying to see if they could get Tom Welling to come in and play Superman for an episode or something. Huh. And I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool. It'd that'd be, be pretty cool. interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they, and other things like that. And they're also talking like, maybe not in its first year since it's going to be a new show too, but at some point maybe the Supergirl uh, will uh, cross over. You mean in not way. in its only year? Yeah, probably. Yes, that's probably the fair thing to say. <laughs> Someone apparently... You know how we'll know that's true? Is if Brandon Routh also cameos on that show. It'll be done in a year. Let's give it to the fucking Mark Pellegrino. Look, I mean, look at him. The he, Mark Pellegrino curse. He jumped into Chuck and it didn't last much longer after that. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. I guess oh, the Mark God. Pellegrino curse would mean that Brandon Routh dies in everything he's in. <laughs> yeah. Not that he kills everything that well, he's in. Someone, I, which is sad because I love Brandon Routh. Yeah, I do too. He's a nice guy. Uh, they, uh, I, I read somewhere that someone had watched the Supergirl pilot, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. I can imagine. There's like a six-minute fucking trailer for it. Oh, really? It's like I, I watched it, and they said it like whatever. CBS? Yeah. Uh, releases an extended look at, and I watched it it was six fucking minutes long did you watch the whole thing yeah did you see anything a little bit yeah they you know just her being the bumbling secretary or whatever she is and then her finally acknowledging that she has powers and trying to save the day so and... she have powers the whole time yeah yeah, she's just been keeping them. So, are they going for the? She's a Kryptonian, or she's this amalgamous blob that takes the shape? Kryptonian. Of... Okay. They reference it... they reference Clark or Kal-El in the first few minutes of the trailer about how he got sent away to Earth as a child, and then her parents sent her away too. Because wasn't there a thing for a while that she wasn't really? She was like this. Sure. Shapeshifter yeah. thing, and that's where she came from. But they're not. They're not doing that. They're going full on lineage. With it. I, I just. I don't know. I. It's going to be tough. I feel like the market's saturated. Well, and they're trying real hard now to pump out as much more as they can. Like, uh-huh. continue. Like, I'd already read that they're trying to do a, a Shield spinoff, which is weird because Shield barely got gets another season every year. Right. So, I, f- I feel like this last season was amazing. Though. It was, I enjoyed but the every hell out year it. it's like, are they going to get another season? They're on the bubble, and, and then they yeah. do, and then they're like, let's do a spinoff of this show that barely gets picked back up. Every so, are year. they talking Inhumans or yeah, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't find the Inhumans that interesting. No, me either. Especially in a world where you have Avengers and X-Men and, you know, uh, Spider-Man. Why do you need to take a third tier? And I and I, underst- I guess I understand the idea of, well, yeah, but then you can 
explore these characters that no one knows yeah. and you can do new things with them but at the same time that's not what people want to see I people want to see spider-man doing spidey stuff and they want right. to see the avengers you know uh, avenging yeah fighting hulk yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's coming yeah, it's, it's gonna coming. it's gonna happen um the new the, the when does the new hulk movie come out they Are don't they... have one slated so yet oh that's right so You're... here's what i think man it would not surprise me at all if in one of the avengers uh infinity wars or fucking even civil war who fucking knows right uh, Black Widow bites it because what's gonna make Hulk mad? Yeah. What's gonna make him real mad? Right. What's gonna make him? And then what's so gonna be a precursor that... to World War Hulk if they're gonna do it? Well, him and getting super mad. What's gonna make him mad and put them in a situation where they can't calm him down? Yeah, as if he right. feels like they're at fault for her being right dead. Right. But there's no way. There's no way they would do that because there is far too much violence towards women in America. Shut the as is uh, evidenced by something that I saw on the internet today. What's right? that? All right, okay. Um, let me preface this by see, saying that the guy who posted, reposted this, awesome dude, right? He's a listener of the show, or was. I don't know if he still listens anymore or not, but that's how I, I know him. Um, but it was the most fucking retarded thing I've ever seen in my life, all right? It, uh, it, it, was, it was a repost from a woman, and, and it said simply, uh, no one actually thinks all men, just too many men, just enough men to be afraid. Just enough men that all women have experienced it. Just enough to make it a social problem, not a personal problem. No. Okay. Bad things happen. Men rob men. Men rob way more men than men hurt women. Uh, that doesn't make me afraid to leave the house. This is about you, lady. Okay? Yeah. This isn't about society. This is about you, your insecurities, and this weird fear you have uh, that every time you leave the house, someone is going to rape you. Thirdly, that's kind of a conceited worldview. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, let's say I'm a rapist, okay. hypothetically, okay? That doesn't mean I want to rape every woman I see. It means I want to rape certain women. Yeah. Maybe you're not that. Maybe you're not a rapist type. Now, is raping bad? Yes, raping's bad. But what I'm saying, I'm not trying to, to qualify that what the rapey guy does is okay. No. I'm just saying maybe you'll never be raped just strictly because. You got to be careful because are you trying to say I'm not rapeable? I am so rapeable you don't even know. But it's got to be the right rapey guy. Mm. It's not like every rapist wants to rape you. Well, it's just like murderers. Most serial murderers had a type. Right. Well, I, Most people in general have a type of right. thing of any whatever right. their thing and, and, is, and regardless of whether it's like it's not necessarily blondes, brunettes. It could be you know a certain kind of perfume. It could be someone who reminds them of their mother. Yeah, or yeah, someone, yeah. It could a be anything. Specific, yeah. and, and it's and it's so ridiculous. It, it, One style of haircut that drives right. them. It could be anything. Right. Yeah. I'm not afraid to leave the house because people because men rob men. Because I know that that's something that as a powerful person I can control to an extent. Yeah. Like you know, pay attention to my surroundings. Uh, learn how to fucking defend myself a little bit. Stop always trying to be the victim. Furthermore, all women have experienced it. I just asked my wife like three hours ago. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, I don't feel afraid to leave the house. Right. Like I'm not – I don't feel like yeah. I will be raped uh, right. around every corner. Like, that's not something just, that just I feel. Just certain corners. Yeah. yeah, yeah just right, certain corners. Right. And you but guess what you do. You don't you go don't go to those, those corners. corners. Right. So it's, it's bizarre to me. Like <clears throat> she's not afraid to leave the house. Look – Crime is a social problem. You being paranoid about things which you can control is a personal problem. Ergo, it is not a societal problem. It is a you problem. If you choose to live your life, you are choosing to live your life in fear. Mm -hmm. You are choosing to allow these things to terrify you. Do bad things happen? Absolutely they do. But they happen to everyone, not just women. 
okay? Do some women get raped? Yes. Are all women in danger of being raped? No. They're not. They they are not. We we have to start living. Well, if that were true, if it were true, right. then why wouldn't every single woman be afraid to leave their house? That's my point. Yeah, That's my point. Right. Uh, when do we start? When do we start being logical in our pursuit of social issues and stop, it, it, you know, it, trigger warnings and and yes, all men and blah blah. blah. Like, look, not all. Uh, the the minority of men purvey violence upon women. The idea of you being afraid to leave the house because point zero zero one percent of the male society decides they want to hurt women, it, it's right up there with the do all cops kill black people. No. Well, and also, like, if you... Okay, so she can say all women, and, and if she draws her experience from all women, meaning all the people that she's in contact with, then maybe you and your women friends have shitty people that you hang around. Right. Or, a, or, or in a bad area in general. Or, or like, maybe you and all of, your, all of your friends that are terrified of the world should band together and figure out how not to be terrified. Yeah. And, and, and the solution to that is not to wipe all rape and violence against women off the planet, because that's not realistic. Right. There will always be some sick fuck who wants to hurt people. People. Oh, yeah. It is far more empowering, and I've said this a million fucking times, and I'll say it till I go hoarse. It is far more empowering for you to take power and and know that there are ways that you can keep yourself safe and stop crying for the world to feel bad for you because you're afraid to leave the house. Mm-hmm. It is fucking irresponsible as a, I guarantee someone who probably touts herself as being a strong, independent woman. It is irresponsible towards that movement for you to continually complain that you are inherently a victim because you got a fucking cooter. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. In a world where women are fucking firefighters and a lot of them do the job better than men and where women are fucking soldiers and do the job better than some men. Women are cops and do the job better than some men. And women are fucking astrophysicists. Like, you are fucking setting the women's movement back a hundred fucking years by making the statement that simply because you have a goddamn pussy that you are more likely to have violence heaped upon you and have no way to protect yourself Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Uh, So every time I've ever thought to go on, like, Family Watchdog or whatever that website is where you can check, like, for incidents in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time I've ever lived near anybody that's been arrested for, like, sexually related crimes. You're like, yeah, I could could see that. It's always dude on dude. Oh, yeah. It's always been dude on dude for in my in my experience. Right. Does that mean that I think every dude in my neighborhood is going to try and come at me when I'm out jogging? <laughs> nope, because I still go, don't I? Look, I'm terrified of pelicans. Yeah. I am fucking terrified of them. And what'd you do? But but no, even better, do I does that mean I think that all pelicans should be fucking eliminated and that society should back me on that play? No, because it's ridiculous. I know that it's my personal fear. I know that I'm afraid of them for the reasons that I'm afraid of them. I do not think that they should all be fucking wiped from the planet just because they make me uncomfortable. I know that if I don't want to be attacked by a fucking pelican, I stay away from where pelicans hang out. I don't go to pelican bars. I don't go to fucking pelican nightclubs. I don't do any of that shit. because. And if I see a pelican fucking walking my way, I either decide how I'm going to fucking punch him in his stupid extra throat thing, or I just walk over to the other side of the street. And it's safe. For example, a pelican happens to sneak up on me from fucking behind and attack me. I go take fucking pelican self-defense classes, so at least I have a chance to fucking fight him off. I don't just fucking lay there and let that pelican fucking eat me with his bug eyes and his fucking extra throat thing. I don't let that happen because I want to take control of my life. I don't want to just lay there and be like, see, I told the world they were evil and that's why I'm dead. See, I agreed with you until now. 
What? You say pelicans, and I flip it around to me, and I'm spiders. But I disagree. They all need to be eliminated. <laughs> no, I can't back that kind of. That's personal. <laughs> I, no, it's not. They're terrible. <laughs> it's not a societal problem. It's a personal no, no, problem. No, the societal. No, it's not no, true at all. No, no, no. You go live in fucking arachnophobia town, and you fucking tell me that shit ain't. Legit. I've got flip flop. I'll carry a flip flop in one hand. <laughs> all fuck, fuck those spiders. Uh, put the old spider crunch right on those assholes. <laughs> Little fucking butane lighter. No more spider. You know, spiders are actually very fragile. Yeah. Did you know that? Like a tarantula, if it's dropped from any more than three feet, dead. Excellent to Man. know. Just to know. So just really, all, it off my shoulder. Oh yeah. All you got to do is just fucking hit it with so like they're, paper, they're, paper towel. They're fatal, fatally susceptible to falling. Yes. If they fall, they're fucked. That's why they stick to everything. <laughs> no, I guess that would be a good skill to develop. <laughs> but the, you know that goes for Spider-Man too. If he like trips, he like breaks a leg. Uh no, because I think he's still made of people parts. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of their but problem is that they don't really have a skeleton. Like mm-hmm. it's that exoskeleton, and then inside of it's hollow. So yeah, they're fucked. Just a nice little meat sack. Yep. Sorry about your luck, spiders. <sighs> yeah. So I, I, like, I was so angry after I read that. Yeah, that's pretty it, dumb. It, it fucking, pe- people are just, they're so irresponsible with their, with their fucking, with their social anger. Did you hear about the deal, uh, transgender people wanting to use uh, the opposite restroom? Oh, so. Okay. Uh, have you, have you heard about this? Yeah. They, they want to use opposite sex <clears throat> restroom because apparently their comfort level is more important to them than everyone else's. Look, if you're going to be different than everyone else, uh, just accept that things may be difficult for you. Not bad, but difficult. Uh, we're not saying it's okay to beat you. We're saying wieners in the ladies' room is bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that you should be able to treat them poorly or discriminate against them and say, I'm not hiring you because you got boobs and a wiener. Right. Or, or like to dress like a gal or whatever. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is it, when did we, when did we as a society start to think that the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Right. Like your feelings are going to be hurt. Therefore, um, like my daughter, when she's six, should have to be in a bathroom with a, a fucking wang. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being transgender and someday I will explain that to her, but I don't feel that it's necessarily appropriate for little girls to be in the same restroom with penises. Right. It just, it just, it, do I think they're going to do anything to them? No. no, I'm not saying that somebody's going to try to stick it in her ear. I'm just saying, look, little, little girls should go to the bathroom with little girls. Little boys should go to the bathroom with little boys. Now, if, if it's gay little boys in the bathroom with other little boys, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, it, at that age, there's certain ages where things shouldn't be an issue that you don't have to, it's not time to explain it to people. Right. Yet. Well, you don't want to force people to have a conversation earlier than they should have to have it. Right. And, well, and it's, essentially yeah. And it's just, what, it's, it's more complicated. Right. And I know a lot of people would argue, well, it shouldn't be complicated. We're all human beings. But, yeah, I get it, but it's a compl- complicated concept to try to explain to a kid who's still trying to understand how boys and girls are different. Yeah. You know, so now you add in an extra thing. Oh, there's also boys that are girls and girls that are right. boys. And how does that work? And there's boys that are boys that like boys and girls that are girls that like girls. There's also girls that are boys that, that like, like girls and girls that are boys that like boys. Like, I shouldn't have to explain that to a child. You need a fucking flow chart to right. get all this shit. Because you really, you really do. And so we start off by saying, okay, that's where the boys go to the bathroom. This is where the girls go to the bathroom. And they get a little older and you'd be like, hey, I don't know if anybody's talked to you about this yet, but some girls like other girls. And there's nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, I'm very pro-gay rights. 
and some boys like other boys. By the I'm, way, good job, Ireland. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, right. I, I, I wish it was. I wish it was quick. a little larger country that yeah. that had done it because yeah. I don't know if it's going to have the far-reaching uh, world impact that it ought to yeah that it ought yeah. to that a, that a nation an independent nation has never yeah, because regardless of the size you just make the statement a right, nation right by popular vote has legalized gay marriage yeah it actually has basically if my if i'm understanding it correctly it's basically said everybody can get married yeah who cares yeah regardless of you know matter. like it doesn't it really doesn't um but that's an awesome it's just not a conversation i'm ready to have no, with I get it. you know so it's like I don't. I I question why not just have some, like, I I would find it far more realistic to say every business has to offer a unisex restaurant mm-hmm. because then you give people the choice. Like, if if transgender people are to be allowed the choice of whether or not they want to go into a, a restroom of the sex that they identify with, why are non-transgender people not allowed the choice to not share a restroom? Right. With you know, so if you have a men's restroom, a women's restroom, and a unisex restroom, that solves everyone's problem because you know if you go into the unisex restroom, that you may encounter someone of a different sex, and you're comfortable with that. So uh, if a lady decides to use it, she may walk in, and there might be a wang hanging out. That is the decision she's made. It's not fair that a woman goes into a woman's room and is all of a sudden greeted by a cock. Right. Like, that's not fair. And in a world of triggers, you know, now we'll combine our two topics. A woman goes into a restroom. She's suffered from rape, right? So a trigger is seeing a cock. She goes into a women's restroom where she assumes that she will only be around women, and all of a sudden there's a fucking wiener in her face. Yeah. Don't you think that's going to cause a problem? Potentially. So yes. why is this minority group more important than this minority group? Now, I think the trigger warnings are fucking stupid. I think you need to learn how to live your life in a way that you make yourself strong enough that you can deal with things. Otherwise, natural selection. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, that's I, I, it's unfortunate, but seriously, we cannot continually have people that are pussy hurt over everything expecting there to be a, an asterisk and a, this might make you sad. But in a world where you're going you're gonna to allow a dude who thinks he's a woman but still has a wiener go into a women's restroom, you also have to be able to protect the people who might be traumatized by a wiener where they don't want it to be. Right. I mean, everyone has to be protected. The only way to do that is men's, women's, and unisex. That way, if I decide I want to go take a leak and the men's room is full and I want to go into the take my chances in the unisex room and there might be some fucking weird shit that I see in there that's weird to me but isn't weird to them, that's the chance I acknowledge that by using that room. Yeah. And that's the chance I take. Would it really bother me? No, I don't fucking care. I don't care if there's a chick in there like somehow trying to navigate a urinal. Right. You know, with uh, she pees or whatever those things are that stick on your fucking cooter and she can pee standing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't, like, that wouldn't bother me because I know what I'm getting into. I'm walking into the unisex restroom. It's like fucking Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey in there. You <laughs> don't know what you're going to see, you know? Um, so I, I just, I question this, this forcing of your ideals upon me. And like, you will accept, and I know we've gone over this before, you will accept who I am. Like, I don't have to. Yeah. I mean, I would, personally. But I don't have to. That's a choice that I make to accept you. And do you want a bunch of people around you that have been forced to accept you? Or do you want people to actually accept you? Right. And if you want people to actually accept you, stop forcing yourself on them. Well, yeah. Like at some point you got to start to wonder what's more important, people actually accepting you or you winning. Right. Exactly. And that's, you know, as a fellow married person, uh, you have arguments with your wife, right? Yeah. 
And you grow the most when you realize what's more important, winning this argument or having a happy house. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, is is the entire United States not nothing but just a giant house where we all have to live together? Yeah. But but we don't. People fucking hate each other all the time. Just oh, last yeah. night, just last night, I heard the most ridiculous thing in person I've ever heard in my life. Really? We were leaving the uh, the graduation ceremony, and first of all, it was at the McLeod Center at University of Northern Iowa. There, <laughs> there was one parking lot we were allowed to park in. One. It had one way in and one way out. Well, that wasn't a nightmare, It was I'm fucking sure. terrible. I've never seen anything like it. It was horrible. It's like Navy Pier. Well, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Um, only this was worse because you had, uh, people who couldn't not, they couldn't fucking think of how to do it. Right. Yeah. So the first thing I just turned to Jenny, I was like, look, we're just going to sit here. And, well, no shit. And You're a, way better off. Just... But we had a little kid with us oh, and she no. wasn't digging the idea of just sitting there because it was two hours past her bedtime. It was 10, damn near 10 o'clock. So I watched this fucking, I guess, beached whale of a human oh, being, uh, in cheetah print walk by the car. And I look at Jenny and I was like, thank you for not being that. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeez. so I see her go to her car and not five minutes later, there's a line of cars behind us. There's a line of cars in front of us. There are a couple empty parking spaces next to us. This fucking Bremolo comes fucking flying up in her car with like six other people in the car cuts through parking spaces passes the line of cars that's next to us, that's behind us, passes all those cars, cuts in between spaces, and tries to budge their way in over there. And I'm like, you fucking cunt. Like, what are you doing? And as we're walking to the, I got ahead of myself, as we're walking to the car, um, there's a black couple in uh, like a Tahoe or something right next to us with their windows down. Obviously having, and the only reason I point out they're a black couple is because it's very important to the story. Okay. Uh, obviously having an argument to which the, the woman is bitching because he wasn't holding her hand. Um, mm-hmm. What if she would have fallen down? How's he going to save her um, with these big ass shoes I'm wearing? And then she says the fucking, <laughs> the, the fucking coup of all stupid, bigoted, racist motherfucking comments. Oh, no. She says, all these white motherfucking people holding hands. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? No shit. What does it matter if they're white? Why couldn't her fucking racist ass just be like, all these other feet fucking motherfuckers holding hands? That would have been acceptable. Like, it's pretty bad when uh, I accept her cursing, like, ridiculously in public. That's something I try not to do, all right? Her dropping the F-bomb every other word for a good solid five minutes as I'm buckling little kid into the car. I can accept that. Over the fact that she's like, all these white motherfuckers holding hands. And I'm like, how much fucking sense does that make? Yeah. But I'm I'm the, I'm predisposed to racism because I'm not black. So is she trying to say that she wanted her husband to try and be more white? Yeah, that's probably exactly That's, that's what, what I saying. take from this. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. I heard that and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, don't ever fucking tell me a black person can't be racist again. Oh, yeah. Because there was no purpose... She hates white people. That's why she said that. She sees such a direct difference between white people and black people that she had to mention all these motherfucking white people holding hands. Wow. Like, those pieces of shit white people are going to do it. You could at least do it. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I hope you get hit in the intersection and die. By because a, you're the fucking problem. By a 500-pound cheetah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. I, I just, I was so blown away by the fact that it happened out loud that I didn't even know how to... I, you didn't realize that hand-holding was exclusively white. I guess now you know that. I so guess. You I, learned something. Yeah, I, I learned something, and I guess. you can apply that now, to your life. Now that I'm, um, I'm a more well-rounded, enlightened person, I know that in order to not be racist, I have to stop holding hands because that's what the motherfucking white people do. Yeah. 
fucking cunt. <laughs> like, so... what a bitch. Like, I couldn't believe that shit. I'm like... I don't even understand. I, I don't either, but it, it is a... It's, is a perfect example of where our fucking society is at this point and why we're having the problems that we have. Yeah. Uh, I and I stand by. I well, saw a video on uh on the internet uh, yesterday um a Segway cop. I, I only saw it. I didn't uh-huh. see how he happened to do this from his Segway, but he's got a guy, uh, this black dude, he's holding him down on the ground. All he's doing is holding him. He's got like him in a headlock and he's got his other hand like controlled on the ground. And it, and they're just they're motionless. Like, cause he knows if he lets that guy go, he's going to get away, but he's not going to fight the guy and hit him and shit. Well, he's, he's around the corner of a building and this, this dude comes walking, this white dude comes walking around the corner of the building and he's like, do, 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 do. And he, whoa, you know, and you can see on his way, right. like, what's going on here? And he kind of ducks down and he asks, I, I don't have any audio. Right. And you can tell he's asking the cop if he needs help. And the cop's kind of like, well, yeah, probably. So he goes down and the minute he makes contact with that, with the black dude's right arm, all of a sudden from out of frame. Ten black people swarm in in front of the cell phone camera that this guy was holding, and they're yelling shit. White devil, you get your goddamn white hands off him. Who the fuck are you? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Why is he touching him? Why is he touching him? Wow. Many people don't know it, but the state of Iowa has a law that says uh, if you refuse to render aid to a police officer who asks for it, you can be arrested. Like He was doing his fucking civic duty. He was helping this police officer that needed help until backup could get there. But yet a fucking swarm... Of black people descend upon this guy. So what does that tell citizens? Like, don't help people. Yeah. Don't help people because you're going to be called a racist. Like, no one was hitting the guy. No one was abusing him in any way. It was, like, the least exciting police video I've ever watched in my Until life. Until the crowd yeah, And I have Spike TV, so there's a lot of fucking police videos <laughs> yes. oh, on God. TV. It's like, it's pretty oh, much like God. cops is on loop. You know, it's like, immediately it's a racial thing. Yeah. Because a white guy is touching a black guy. It's pretty bad, It's so dude. fucking ridiculous that I can't even put into... Like, I can't rationalize it. I can't fathom why people's brains work that way. Did you see... Did you see the... Uh, did you watch the Louis C.K. Saturday Night Live yeah. monologue? I loved it. Yeah. That was great. What's the problem? Yeah. I, honestly, what's the problem? No. I, there is no problem. There should not... I mean, I knew... we As soon as we watched it, Laura goes, well... Somebody's going to be upset about that oh, so within you, an hour. So you saw it on yeah, TV. Yeah, oh, see, I didn't. I didn't see it till afterwards. Nothing wrong with what he was doing. No, he was all he was saying is, and apply it to any kind of like criminal activity you wish. Right. Whatever you're doing must be so good and addictive to you if you know that the outcome of being caught from it provides you the worst possible life you could ever have, and you still go, God damn it! But I love these Snickers bars. I gotta have them. Right. That's all he was saying. And now for, for people who don't understand it, there are two parts to his monologue. The first part uh, dealt with how he is uh, passively racist. Yeah. And, and it which, was hilarious. Which I thought was genius. The, yeah. the, the one joke that stands out in my mind is he points out, he's like, I'm passively racist. You know, like if I go into a pizza joint and it's run by three black women, I say to myself, hmm. Yeah. Now I'll still eat the pizza and I have no problem with it, but it's that momentary Pause did not where I expect go, that. Hmm, I did not expect that. Yeah. That makes me passively racist. And then he goes on to discuss child molesters. Yeah. And he uses the parallel of Mounds Bars. And he's like, look, for that child molester, molesting children must be amazing. And he's like, not me, not for me, not for me, but for them. Follow me here. It, it must be amazing for them because they continue to do it. So much so that they are not allowed to live near children because the, the realism that they may reoffend is so high. They can't live near children. Well, he goes on to point out, he's like, you know, we know that in, in prison, 
people who do things to children are generally not well received right. in prison. Right. So knowing that if they're caught and they go to jail, they're going to have the worst yeah. time they could yeah. possibly not ever only have. do they have to go to prison, but, but they, they have, have to go to, to prison knowing that they're going to be like the scum the target and of, of scum and villainy. So to them, it must be I love Mounds bars. Child molesting must be more delicious than a Mounds bar. Do, to a pedophile. Yeah, to not them, to not me. To me. <laughs> not to us. We're wonderful. We're awesome. Yeah. To them. Yeah. To them. Yeah. He was very clear to say. Very he was clear. To say, I basically, I don't understand that type of and, and here, addiction. And, like, he, and here's the problem. Here's why everyone is in an uproar. Louis C.K. is smarter than you. Oh, yeah. If you are angry because of the bit he did on Saturday Night Live... It's because you're stupid. Yep. It's because you are not smart enough to understand exactly what he was doing. Yeah. And it was that he was pointing out the logic behind what these people do. And also pointing out that we're all a little bit racist. Yeah. No one. Well, because no one doesn't yeah. have preconceived notions about somebody. Yeah. Okay. And not all of those preconceived notions are evil and vile and hurtful. Like some of them are just, huh. Uh, huh. Hurts yeah. no one. Yeah, because it was he's talking about. He's like, you go into a pizza place. It's like three black chicks in a pizza place. He goes, I kind of raise my brow, unless that's the name on the building. Then he's like, <laughs> then I get what they're going for. All right, because right, I know. And I'm then he, And then he made that joke about being in a convenience store and how he's in there. And if a guy, if a white guy comes in in a like a, in a sweatshirt and whatever, he's kind of like, oh, that guy must be active. He must work out. Like he's, <laughs> he's like, but then if I'm in there and a, and a and a black guy comes in wearing the same outfit, he's like, oh, it's okay. I'm gonna be fine. Why? Why am I gonna be? Why do I have to tell myself I'm going to be fine? Right. I'm a little bit racist, right? Yeah, right. but just passively. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's not—he's never going to like uh, uh, you know use it against somebody or yeah. whatever. It's just—it's just life. And he's pointing out that to 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 expect people not to be products of their situation or to have momentary thoughts in their brain it, it, is ridiculous. Yeah, even if they're like unconsciously reflexive actions or thoughts, right? Like you, it happens, but it's ultimately happen. not hurtful. Yeah. It's not like, you know, if he was a hiring if, – if, if, he, if he worked for a business where he hired people yeah. and a black guy in a hoodie comes in and a white guy in a hoodie comes in, it's not like he would immediately discredit the black guy yeah. because he's going to rob this place, but the white guy's fine. Yeah. No, it's not it, – like right. he, he's pointing out that sometimes you have feelings. Sometimes people have thoughts. That's natural. That's human. Back the fuck off. Yeah. All right? Well, I, can go back, I can go back to spiders again. Yeah. You're not scared of spiders. Nope. I am. Yep. Reflexive. As a child growing up in California, I couldn't walk into my backyard without catching a spider and a web to the face, like in my in my backyard. Right. And some of them were bad spiders. Yeah. So now, as like seeing the way my parents reacted when I got near the bad ones, has made me fear all of them, right. and I can't help it. Right. Well, that's. I guess maybe I that's what happens with people and other types of people. Too. I don't know that really. I don't know that really helps the argument because that's basically like saying that. But I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying. So his point was, people have reflexive actions as a product of their upbringing or their surroundings that they can't necessarily right. help. Right. Whether they mean to be or not, people can be a little bit racist. I'm, but I'm, I, a, I'm a spider racist. You know. That's fine. But he's just. He, I guy, hate them black widows, man. Uh, oh, I fucking no, hate them oh, black God. widows. Oh God. Never seen a white widow, so uh, I can't say. I know some white widows. <laughs> <laughs> I I just he's so smart. He is that it's probably going to be his ultimate undoing. Yeah, because it, look, the motherfucker's never been a mainstream comic. I do like did he was on John Oliver or somebody, and they were talking to him. And they were like, "So Rolling Stone has said that you are," I don't remember what they called him, and he just goes, "Yeah." Well, they put that guy that blew up Boston on the cover, so I don't really give a fuck what they say. Nice. And I was like, yeah, nice. boom. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's, and, and I was, like, I was explaining to Jenny the other night after I watched that 
uh, monologue. And look, the reason that I gravitate towards Louis C.K. is he doesn't he doesn't identify with any one like political standpoint. No. He follows logic. Yeah. So on some things he's very liberal. On other things he's very conservative. He doesn't pick the thing based on his political leaning. He 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 picks the thing that makes the most sense. That's right. Yeah. That, that follows logic. No one does that anymore. Well, and his jokes like sometimes will get you to think about something in a way you hadn't really thought about it. Right. Like, oh yeah, I see what you're doing there. Well, Fuck. you know, and, and then you have the, the, you know, he's funny. He's so funny. Yeah. And then you have the complete polar opposite now, which is Amy Schumer. Yeah. Which is so weird to me because I loved Amy Schumer. Uh, her first season of this her television show. This season's got a very different feel. It's a, it yeah, it's, it's that, again, we're back to every woman's a victim. Every woman's picked on. Every woman's paid less than every man. It's like, look, um, a little social commentary is funny. Um, if all you do is beat us over the head with how you think that women are victims of everything, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. It's not. I did enjoy the 12 Angry Men sketch thing, though. That was pretty funny. It was funny. I didn't expect it to last the whole episode. I, no, me either, but like, I, Paul Giamatti killed me in that. He's like, her ass makes me furious. But the, the, <laughs> the problem was the things that I thought were the funniest were the ones I agreed with. I, I know. <laughs> you know like, I, I wasn't feeling bad She's for her. not hot enough to be on TV. I, I wasn't feeling bad for her. I wasn't like, oh my God, this really shows how all women are judged. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that's true. I thought that about her once. Yeah. Like, yeah, not, yeah. Like, I don't, I, and, and it's bad because she's very intelligent. Of, she's a smart comic. Yeah. And I I had held her up as one of those women comics that I'm like, wow, she's getting it right. She knows yeah. how to laugh at herself, equal parts of skewering men and skewering society. But now it's like she has fallen back on this whole, I have to point out how every woman has been wronged, and it's just not funny yeah. um, anymore. It's just, it takes, look, if you want to if you want to have a show that's a social commentary, go host a show that's a social commentary. I don't have a problem with that. I don't begrudge you the, your, the power of being able to do that. But if you're going pick your battles you can't every episode can't be about how um women are being destroyed by men that's not funny unless your main demographic demographic is women and you want it to be women and you want it to be angry feminists you want them all to believe agree with you that's fine if that's what you want that's cool but i'm probably not going to be watching too much longer yeah because it's look that's not the way the world is like women are not a platter of fucking meat to every man like get over yourselves honestly women Feminists, get over your fucking selves. We don't all want to fucking objectify you that badly. You're not all that great, okay? Like, it's not that... Like, the world does not work that way. When I see a Paul Giamatti, I look at him and being like, who wants to fuck that fat fuck? Yeah. It's not just Amy Schumer when she's put on 60 pounds. Right. And I'm getting real sick of all these fucking Photoshop pictures of her. Uh-huh. Like, did you see that argument she was having with some guy on Twitter? And then she posts this picture... Of her topless, like kittens on her tits, or so I don't know what it was. Yeah. Like that. But I'm like, that ain't Amy Schumer right now. Right. She's like, oh yeah, check this out. And I'm like, that ain't you. That's <laughs> your like, you're doing the Facebook thing where you for your fucking profile your picture. picture of you within the last twelve years. Yeah, and you're throwing yeah. It up that's online, not like a current representation. That's not you. Like you're a very very cute girl, but sometimes you look like you were stung by bees. <laughs> it's not fucking get over yourself. Yeah. Like and people are allowed to think you're fat. Yeah. People are allowed to think you're not attractive. Not everyone is beautiful to everyone. Right. That's why some people are single. <laughs> Be fucking realistic. Be logical. And if you're in the public eye, expect people to be critical of you. I think it kind of circles back, though. Like, everybody's rapeable. But not everybody's rapeable to everyone. <laughs> right. And not everyone rapes. Yeah. You know? It's... 
have you seen? Uh, not have you seen? Because I know you have. What is with this rash of GoFundMe and Kickstarters for shit that people should just be fucking saving their money for? Oh yeah, and have, just regular people, not even celebrities. Like just people are like, I need to buy a new whatever. Have, have you seen the 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 one where the guy? Uh, this one bitch did a GoFundMe because she couldn't afford her dental work, so she basically wanted her friends to pay for it. <laughs> you can go get that tooth pulled. Yeah, or just tied to a fucking door Fuck handle. off. Like the rest of America. Yeah. I, have you seen the one, like, Clark's New Hat or whatever the fuck it's called? Kurt's New Hat, yeah. I think. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, where he spent all of his money on this fucking billboard, so now he has a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter so that he can live basically no you made the dumb choice to be an idiot and and the thing is the billboard's working for him yeah so shut the fuck up dude that uh (laughs) morgan (laughs) preston that came through with uh biggest tour ever ever yeah uh he lives out in seattle and he's a pretty uh liberal dude yeah but it was funny today he posted a status and all it said was go fund yourself yeah you know, and that's right. Like, why Why am I responsible for your fucking bad decisions? Yep. Like, it's one thing if you're putting a project together. Like, oh, yeah, Like, you know, absolutely. when J.J. When, uh, Hawkins and Aaron Poole were yeah, doing they're trying to do that documentary. The, the documentary. Yeah. That, that makes sense because that that's that's how things get made. Well, and it'll eventually be something other people can enjoy. It's right. not like, hey, man, I didn't pay my bills last month, and now they owe double. Somebody help me pay right. my shit. Yeah, they're, you know, that's really no different than... You know, going and finding a producer who then begs for money for you. Yeah. Because that's how that's how entertainment works. But don't spend all of your money and then be like, being a stand-up comic is hard. Right. And I have to be able to live and tour around the country and it's expensive. No, it's not. Be a better stand-up comic. Right. Like if you're a good stand-up comic, you can afford to go tour. I mean, you're not going to get fucking rich, but don't spend fucking seven grand on a billboard that says, Kurt's new hat. Right. Fuck off, Kurt. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, it's um, you know, so dumb. Like it's very, very fucking dumb. Uh, and then I'm reading the the I'm reading the fucking uh, comments, and people are like, "Oh, sweet, are there going to be Kurt's new hat hats available at your shows?" Like, no, I don't think so. I couldn't afford to get them made. Yeah, I thought I maybe might do some shirts in the future. And just listening to the way this fucking dude is talking about it, I'm like, "You're a fucking dill hole." Like, I, at the very least, just be like, "Yeah, that's something I'm working towards." Don't. Again, with the fucking poor me, sad sack, oh, I couldn't afford the hats because I bought you the billboard. You guys didn't give me enough money yet. Yeah, I bought the billboard, so I couldn't afford the hats. And I'm not funny enough to actually fucking tour and make money, so I will <laughs> uh, fucking subsidize it by, uh, you know, uh, and I don't mean monetarily subsidize, but I mean, like, subsidize my comedy. Like, um, since I'm not funny, I'll bring in something else that people will know me for, and it's this fucking billboard and this hat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, fucking... Dude, come on. And again, you know who you have to thank for that? Mm-hmm. Is the internet. Yeah. Oh, YouTube yeah. killed comedy. And you got these fucking idiots who have a marginal uh, amount of comedy talent that decide that they're going to fucking skip this, the process and go out and start touring, but they're not getting booked. They're not doing the things well, that they're like, supposed to be doing. It's like that chant Kevin Hart does before he goes on stage. Well, Everybody wants to be famous. Don't nobody want to do the work. Everybody mm-hmm. want to be famous. Don't nobody want to do the work. And that's yeah, it. His whole, his whole yeah. crew does that with him. And, yeah. and that's exactly it. And that's why I'm not doing and comedy world, anymore and, and because I don't want to fucking do the work. And unfortunately, the world is making it seem more and more like that's a reality. Like people can just do that. Right. It, Become yeah. famous and not do the work. Yeah. So now everybody has that expectation. Yeah, they don't have to put the time in. And now I'm not – I don't want to be one of those guys that's like – you have to pay your dues. You don't have to pay your dues, but just go through the process. Like, you know, find someone who will book you. Make sure that you have yeah. 
Make sure that you have work before you quit your job. You know, you don't just dive headfirst into full-time <clears throat> comedy without even knowing if you're good. Well, and for the other people with some of this shit, like, people want to be famous so bad that they don't care what it's for. Right. Like, 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 like their balls on fire on a video, and if that gets them enough attention that they can turn it into something that's fine but what are you gonna you know what are you gonna turn it into i don't know but i'm just like i just basically i meant they'll do anything that they can do that they think will get them out there it's it's just very frustrating to me because you know i just i kind of hit on it a little bit earlier like that's why i'm not doing comedy because it was it was too much work there was too much risk and rather than uh take that risk and have no money and not want to not be able to fulfill my responsibilities financially I chose to get a full-time real job with health insurance and pay my mortgage and shit there are plenty of comics out there that aren't paying their fucking bills but they're not crying to the world about it and saying hey I need to go fund me for gas money you fucking toolbox and thirdly thirdly if you're gonna be a fucking comic booker and you're gonna book shows proofread your fucking shit dude do not fucking make events and send out fucking re- requests for comics to, to be on your shows and, and fucking have it be full of typos and look like a goddamn third grader wrote it. And then when I fucking call you out on it to your fucking face, don't give your fucking excuse as I was writing it on the pooper on an iPhone. So? Not to Gutenberg Use dictation press. then, bitch. Well, and I explain, hey, guess what? There weren't less typos during the time of the Gutenberg press because it didn't make typos. People just proofread their shit. Yeah. Like, don't fucking, do not use that as an excuse for you looking like an ignorant asshole. You know, there used to be the term starving artist for a reason, dude. Yeah. Like, how many fucking celebrities, the good, like, reasonable human being ones anyway, like, lived in their cars and did yep. shit like that while they are like, I've read Chris Pratt lived in his van for a while. Sam Worthington was living in a fucking, in his car when he got the call for Avatar, I think. Like, these people... Some of these people commit, yeah, no matter what the cost, right? And and and, and that's just you have to decide whether it's for you or not. Like yeah. you can't you can't be like I want to be a comic so bad, but I'm not funny and I don't have any money. Yeah, like that's great. Just keep wanting it and go get a fucking job. Yeah. You know, like that's you know do open mics and shit in your spare time. You know, decide, figure out whether you're fucking funny because if you are a good comic, you will make money. Yeah. If you can get a booking agent to fucking believe in you, you will make money. You won't probably get rich. Look, newsflash, most stand-up comedians die broke mm-hmm. because, one, again, the market's flooded right now. Thank you, YouTube. There are fucking open mics. When it, be- when it came to the point where there are open, multiple open mics in Waterloo and Cedar Falls, although it's exciting and great for comics who want to try their fucking open mic time, that tells you the market is saturated. Way too small of a fucking market for there to be that many open mics. That's not the way it works. There's a reason why people used to move to Chicago and New York to be fucking stand-up comics because you needed to go somewhere where people honestly knew if you were good. You know, here, yeah, every once in a while I'll jump on an open mic because it's fun. It's fun to get up on stage. It's fun to tell jokes. It's fun to make people laugh. But there, say there's 20 people on that show and they all kill. Of those 20 people who killed at an open mic in Waterloo, if all 20 of them go to Chicago, one of them will kill. Yeah, One. Because it's a different world out there. It's scary. It's mean. And people expect you to be legit funny. So now that there are open mics fucking everywhere, they have to start to understand that just because people laugh at you don't mean you're funny enough to do it. Trust me. <laughs> you know? Like, like speaking from experience. Yeah, like guys. you know, I still like to think I'm a funny person, but I'm not funny enough to go fucking do Madison Square Garden. Right. I'm not funny enough to get rich doing comedy. So I made a decision that, you know what, I'm not gonna expect people 
to take care of me. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to get a job. So don't fucking go do GoFundMes and shit. Don't <clears> book fucking uh, uh, shows where you're only paying your headliner a hundred bucks. Uh, you know, in in the fucking uh, Cedar Valley, and and talk like you're a comedy booker. You're booking one or two rooms in fucking the Cedar Valley. Don't don't sell yourself as more than you are. Okay. Say say you're a fucking strong proponent of. Midwest comedy. That's cool. I appreciate that. That's awesome that you're booking rooms. But don't try to sell yourself as some kind of a fucking big deal. And then when I read the shit that you are sending out, it looks like a fucking third grader wrote it. Thirdly, don't don't do a fucking GoFundMe because you want to uh, become a, a movie maker. I, this is another good GoFundMe that completely unrelated to, to stand up comedy. I found I saw a GoFundMe not too long ago. This guy wants to make a movie, right? Mm-hmm. I read his GoFundMe and. Not only did it look like a third grader, it looked like a retarded kid wrote it. Hmm. Like, it was bad. And I'm like, have somebody fucking proofread shit for you. You're asking people for thousands of dollars, and you don't even take the time. You want to make a movie? Hopefully you're not writing it. Well, and that's just the thing. Like, if you want people to invest in your idea, and you can't even show them that you have enough self-discipline to proofread your proposal, right? you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Like, come on. Now I feel kind of bad. Maybe he was retarded, in which case I guess thank you internet allows anybody to fucking do anything. But it's like that's also kind of the problem. Yeah, that is kind of the problem because you know you're asking for thousands of dollars and you're like, what the fuck? Look at this. I read it and it looks. Yeah. God, no. this is. I'm embarrassed for him. You know, Everybody I didn't want to be famous. Don't nobody want to right. work. Right. Well, and it's just it blows my mind because you see it so much on uh, Facebook where there's an event. You know, people can make events or where they're linking to their GoFundMe or their Kickstarter. And then you click on either their event, their GoFundMe, or their Quickstarter, and reading is like gibberish. Yeah. It's, it's like they were high or drunk or they didn't want to take the time to proofread or they wrote it on the pooper, I guess. That makes you spell things wrong. I don't even understand how – I wasn't even going to talk about that because I was like, fuck, you know, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot if I want to get back into comedy. This fucking guy can't lock me out of comedy. Look at the fucking shit he's doing. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, come on. Wouldn't even worry about it. No, not even a little bit. But what I want is comedy to be stronger. And unfortunately, because the, there's such a, a flood in the market, it's gotten weaker. Because now you're seeing – I'm seeing advertisements – or not advertisements. People requesting, hey, you want to headline this one-nighter. Um, we're doing a show for the benefit of blah, 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 blah. $100 for the headliner. $100? You can go play a long game of hide-and-go-fuck-yourself, sir. $100 to headline a show? That is fucking despicable. And the thing that that really hurts is it hurts the professional comics that are out there touring. Because if they're getting paid five, $600 for a one-nighter in some town that doesn't have a comedy club, but you know they've got a yeah. place that has comedy, uh, guess what? They're going to be like, fuck, I can get this guy that uh, lives two towns away for 100 bucks, and his friends say he's funny, and I saw him at open mic one night. He was pretty good. I'll pay him 100 bucks. Because they don't give a shit. Yeah. Because in most cases, nobody is extra is coming into the fucking bar that night anyway. It's their normal crowd that's trying to figure out why some fucking asshole is standing up on stage talking while they're trying to drink their fucking bush light tall boys anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they don't fucking care. They save a shit ton of money by paying this $100 guy instead of a $600 guy. Meanwhile, the guy who's trying to pay his fucking bills by touring around the country doing comedy loses a fucking show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... I- they're being irresponsible, comics, by saying, yeah, I'll do it for 100 bucks." No, that doesn't make you a hungry young comic. It makes you an asshole. Sounds about right. You know, That's the world. expect yeah. more for your product. Or get out there and learn about it so you know that you're undercutting good guys. <laughs> no. No, they don't even no, do that. They won't do that. They won't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, it's just, it's weird. Sure. I, have you, uh, oh, no, you don't have Netflix. 
I don't. What are you going to ask me about? Daredevil. Oh, I still haven't watched it. It's so good. I've been, it's really good. I've been Again, I've been kicking around the idea of getting Netflix, but I'm still worried about my bandwidth. Oh, I understand. Just get it for you. Fuck everybody. Did you notice it looks like that Q3 company is laying some fiber optic around here? Good. I hadn't seen that. And I, I saw right where they were digging trenches was a uh, CenturyLink fan. Ooh. So does CenturyLink internet support fiber optic now? Let's find out. That could be I, interesting. I would call them and ask them, but they always lie to me. Yeah, yeah, fuck <laughs> I was like, guys. oh, we can give you 20 meg, and then they show up, and I still have 1.5, you yeah. know? So it's... Well, when you get there, man, Daredevil's worth the watch. Well, because because I believe CenturyLink doesn't have bandwidth limits. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so that would solve my problem. That would... Then you'd be like, yep, no reason not to do it. Yeah, now. absolutely not. Yeah. Might as well go out, and I would go out and buy my own fucking DSL modem. I wouldn't rent one from them. Yeah. Keep it bare minimum pricing wise to use their service. Yep. Uh, I'd be on board. If fucking if MediaCom would just be like, never mind on the bandwidth limits. Just then, never mind. Fine, I'm good. Charge me here. It's a, it's much like flying in an airplane. Yeah. All right. Charge me an extra fifteen dollars a month and don't limit my bandwidth. Yeah. Now, granted, if I go over my bandwidth, it's probably only going to cost me an extra fifteen dollars a month. But it's a lot like checking a bag. Yeah. Look, instead of charging me to check a bag, just charge me an extra twenty five dollars on my ticket. Yeah, and then just don't have this process. Yeah, don't don't have the extra step I have to go through. You're being an asshole. You know, <laughs> it would it would be better to to have a discount for someone not checking a bag. Yeah, you know, you go up to the counter and in order to get your because well, no one's going to get mad about a discount. No, but they're going to get mad when you tell them they yes. got to do this extra bullshit. You telling right. me they don't understand fucking psychological marketing? The problem is they don't have to. No, they don't. They but don't it, fucking have. But to. it would. It would make sense. Be like, hey, and if you fly, if you fly United, twenty five dollar discount for for non for non for not, not for bags. not checking a bag yeah. for just flying with a carry on. Yeah. Okay, sold. Done and done. Totally sold. I'll I'll do that in a second. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid. It's the same thing. Yeah, but but, but it's all in the presentation. Yeah, they got in my fucking Always head. In the presentation. They got in my head and they won. <laughs> exactly what happened. Well, God damn it! <laughs> Did you hear about this chick who uh, broke into this dude's house? <laughs> she breaks in his house, strips naked, oh. and jumps on his bed. Yeah. College, this college-age chick. Okay. So what does he do? Huh. He calls the cops. Okay. Lady, make sure you don't break into a fucking gay dude's house. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously that's what happened. Yeah, clearly. College-age dude has a college-age chick break into his house, and he's there. It's like the middle of the day. She, was, she didn't even break in. She walks into his house. Walks into his house, strips off all of her fucking clothes, starts jumping on, jumping on his bed. When the cops get there, she's standing on the balcony, buck-ass naked. They have to tackle her. And wrestle her and drag her out to the squad car naked. Wow. I mean, I would like to have been a fucking fly on the wall when she comes in before the cops have gotten there. And what this guy's logic is, she must have been ugly, right? Yeah. She had to have been ugly. Because why not, like, what makes you call the cops? A hot chick breaks into your house, tears off all of her clothes. Yeah. Like, nice. I've not called the cops when an ugly chick came in my house and took off her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be a weird situation to not, like, what's the threat there? I don't know that she's going to fuck you to death. Yeah, apparently that's a... Well, she obviously was high and drunk, like, was what it turned out to be, but of course she was, because why wouldn't... Apparently he was not willing to try and subdue her. (laughs) Sub... Sandwich? Do her. I'm so hungry. Uh, Last thing, real quick. Uh, You heard about this deal in Waco, right? Yeah. Motorcycle gangs. Yeah. Have you been following, like, uh, the, the outrage... Um, we we should come up with a word for black outrage, blout rage, <laughs> hmm. outback rage. <laughs> I don't. What would you? This is the black outrage from all the vi- the video and photos where the uh, these motorcycle gangs, over a hundred guys, are sitting on curbs and 
You see, the police are letting them use their cell phones and, and they're not beating them up or nothing. Like, that's, if there was black people doing that, they'd all be beat up now and shot. Okay. It's like, well, do you ever think that maybe this motorcycle gang, who are fucking reprehensible people, obviously, yeah, they, they, they're not they had a fucking fight uh, with chains and baseball bats and shit in the parking lot of a goddamn shopping center where there were children and yeah. families Kill, and killed shit. Killed some people. Killed yeah. some people. You ever think that maybe the reason that they're not uh, uh, being wrestled to the ground and, and hit by police is because they gave up? And did what they were told? Did what they were told? One motorcycle uh, club president gave an interview. And he said that, you know, he maintains that his club didn't have anything to do with anything that was going on. Sure. He said, but they were detained for like 16 or 18 hours. And at the end of his, his interview, he said, and the police were nothing but polite to us. We knew that we needed to go through the motions. We needed to do what needed to be done so that we could be released. We cooperated. We, we told our side of the story. And then eventually they let us go. Maybe they should fucking start taking notes. Like, if everyone does that and stops with the fucking, I know my rights then maybe things will go a lot smoother. Yeah. You know, if you don't fight, they have no reason to fight you. Well, now, it, granted, the, the police shot half those guys that died. Yeah, but oh, absolutely. But that's because they had fucking guns and right. were shooting at people. Um, they, they, don't, they don't mention that. Nine, nine people fucking died in this deal. Yeah, I know. And let's say half of them were shot by the cops, right? That's more uh, white guys in one day than uh, black guys in one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it, you can't tell me, like, look, let's look at the fucking statistics, assholes. Well, again, and statistics be damned. Like, yeah. if you, even if you don't agree with it, if you do what you're told, they have no reason to do anything right. to you. And you win. At all. You fucking win. And then, then, if you do what you're told, right? You do what you're told. They do something they're not supposed to do. Then you get rich. Yeah. Or die trying. Yeah, but the I'm kidding. Right, right, right. <laughs> but but my argument is that you you will see a dramatic downturn in the amount of people killed by police. If one person complies, gets roughed up and gets rich. Well, or just in general of if people stop fighting. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you just do what you're told, even if you're yeah. fucking mad as hell and Yeah, if you don't you agree with to. it, just be like, "All right. All right, but you're going to hear from my lawyer." Right. And then if they fucking violate your rights and and you aren't resisting, you will fucking make bank. Because obviously then that cop was an evil asshole. Yes. Because if you're not resisting And him, guess what? Now you're not dead. Yeah. He's out of a job. And potentially you're rich as fuck. Right. And you don't... You helped out one of them. And, and no Korean businesses get burned to the ground. Yeah. You know, like no... It's, it's so fucking astronomically stupid. Like the benefit to doing what you should be doing far outweighs... Unless you want a pair of fucking New Jordans, then... You know, you fight back, and then you have your fucking friends go out and steal them. Worst case scenario, you get detained for a while. Best yeah. case scenario, Oprah rich. Right. Right. As long as you don't fight. As that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. By compliance. Yeah. It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. Compliance will always be rewarded. Yeah. And it should be. Bakshi, man, he knows what he's talking well, about. Well, if you think, like, it, it's just so ridiculous. Like, do you have any idea how many times things have happened to me in my life that I don't agree with? Mm -hmm. And do you think that... I fucking try to burn down my neighbor's gas station because of it? Yeah. No, I don't. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Like, everyone has had bad things happen to them in life. Your reaction cannot but, be... And it's the same. It's the same everywhere. People do the same thing with their jobs, man. They don't think they should have to do what their boss tells right. them if they don't want to. They don't do it. They get fired, and then they think they're owed something because they got fired. Right. Yeah. And you can't yell at people. You're not allowed to yell at people anymore. Yeah. Um, I talked to a guy the other night that got fired from a job he'd worked at for 20 years because he yelled at some of his subordinates. Because they had fucked something up royally. 
Wow. And he's telling me the story. I've known this guy for a long time. He's telling me the story, and he's like, well, I got fired because I yelled at a couple people who worked for me. And it was brought up that I had been put on corrective action several years before for yelling at people who worked for me. I said, and I said, and that's the world we live in now, man. That's, yeah. that's, people don't think they should be yelled at when they fuck up. Yeah. I said, you're their boss. They can either decide to work for a boss who yells at them or go find another job. They shouldn't be entitled to you being fired because they're too sensitive to be yelled at. Some people don't like working for a boss that yells at them. I get that. That's fine. Then go work somewhere else. Don't get that boss fired. Right. That's fucked up. Hey, if that's not the type of job you want, go find a different type of job. Yeah, no shit. You know, but that's, and again, it's that I, I deserve what I want mentality, not here's the logic of how the world should work. I deserve to be able to whip my wang out in front of an eight-year-old and piss in a women's bathroom because I feel more comfortable in a women's restroom. Yeah. I deserve to uh, fucking riot after my friends have uh, had a shootout in a parking lot because it makes me feel better. I deserve to paint all men as rapists and, and woman abusers because I'm afraid to leave the house. I deserve to maybe be able to molest children because I don't like mounds bars. This has been episode 259 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. I love you. I am so rapable, you don't even know. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.